Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and your week and IndyCar interview series. Who do we have? We got ourselves a bona fide IndyCar driver, even though he hasn't driven one of those in a little while, but when he did, he was really good. And I miss him in IndyCar, but I'm glad that we haven't lost Jay Howard altogether because he, that's right, he is making the next generation of IndyCar drivers and Indy NXT by Firestone drivers. And more importantly, because we love them and they're big partners of the show, Jay, USF Championships presented by Cooper Tires and Discount Tires. So let's talk about what you've been doing, brother. Indy 500 last one, if I recall, was 2018. So for fans of you, I'm guessing they know that you have this JHDD program going on. It's not quite what would Jesus do, but it is what would the J Howard driver development team do. And that is, is make young talent. Tell us about this, this change in your life, which has been going, I would say pretty darn well. Well, uh, first of all, thanks very much for having me on. Um, and the kind words, you're always so, uh, so kind and generous to me. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I've, even when I was racing, you know, IndyCar, Indy Lights, whatever, making my way up, I always enjoyed doing the coaching with the kids and, and just being at the track, you know, anything I could do to just be at a racetrack. And, um, so I kind of knew that there was something in the future because I was working for some different race teams and, um, I just knew that. Yeah, something was in the future. I just didn't quite know what. And so started off, uh, you know, as as kind of a lot of people do, oh, you know, have this great idea, getting a couple of cars, and let's kind of see where it goes. And um, 2017 was our first year doing the car team, which is when I had my kind of five, six years off of IndyCar and had returned to do the 500 and just thought, this would be pretty cool. Go back, do a 500 and start a race team at the same time. Um, so we did that. couple of cars. Fast forward. Um, we, uh, we basically, I, I had the approach of we need to walk before we run. We need to execute. We need to win at whatever level we're at before we move to the next level. Um, and... I didn't expect to grow as quick as we did. I didn't expect to win as many championships as we did so quickly. Um, but we, yeah, we did F4. That was where we started. Um, we moved into USF 2000. Uh, Christian Rasmussen won the championship with us in that. Uh, we then, Christian wanted to stay with us, didn't want us to leave. We wasn't doing the Pro 2000, but we said, sure, you know, we'd love to move up and do that. And, Everyone told us we were crazy and there's no way we could win and all this good stuff. And uh, we went on to win the championship in the first year and and uh, we won the F4 championship. So we won all three steps of a ladder in consecutive years. And that's, yeah, no one's done that, which I didn't know, which is great. Um, nice to kind of hang our hat on that, I guess. Um, but it all comes back to just... I just love it. I mean, yeah, yes, some parents try, yeah, they're, they're tough, some of the parents, but most of the kids are 
pretty enjoyable to work with, no matter what experience level they they're at uh, and where they're at in their development. Um, you know, keep the message consistent and you know, short term, what's next? Focus on the low hanging fruit. You know, get your notepad. This is what you need to focus on for the next session. If we execute that, we're going to be faster. We're going to be better. Yeah, you know, we have to get better every time. That's a goal. And if you have that mentality, there's a lot of kids, unfortunately, uh, go year after year just not improving. And um, I really put a big emphasis on, you know, I have a very high expectation. Um, I hold them to a high level, and that's everything from training in the gym to, uh, you know, how they carry themselves and, and, uh, and a mentality. I'm like, look, you come here. There's an expectation to win. That's it. I um, love I love the approach here, Jay, too, because, and also a big thanks to our partners at the Justice Brothers and TorontoMotorsports.com. But I love the approach that you've taken, Jay, because you could have named the team "I'm freaking awesome motorsports" or "Look at me, I'm cool racing" or something like that. You said no. Let's be incredibly literal. Let's put yeah. the mission statement in yeah. the team name. Jay Howard, yeah. drivers, developing the heck out of them. Make no mistake what we're here for. And, yeah, I, I know you've had folks saying, when are you going to IndyCar? When are you going here? Look, I'd love for all those things to happen. Maybe we change the name a little bit, you know, uh, there if we, if we sure. get you into IndyCar. But until we get there... Speak to that side, brother, because you told me as well, you've got 15 cars in the shop, which means there's a ton of opportunity. You're running, and we'll get into some of the, the success you've had this year and some of the young badasses that, that are grooming uh, within the program here. But this is a very straightforward intent you have given the American junior open wheel industry. Tell me about that reasoning, because there, there's intent behind it. Yeah, I think, um, you know, a couple of things. The the competitive, you have that adrenaline from the competition side of things. I just love it. I mean, I just want to win. I've just, that's, I just love the competition. So that pushes me, drives me, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis to, and, and that really is credit to my dad. You know, he instilled that in me when I was a baby. <laughs> I mean, it's just is what it is, and that's carried all the way through. Um, so I love that aspect of it. Um, and there is, I mean, I thought when I won races and championships and all that good stuff, and you have those great days at the Speedway, which is the pinnacle of everything, right? And you're like, oh, it's just, you know, fantastic. You're just, you're on cloud nine. The feeling for me when my kids win and me being a team owner and working with them and just seeing them get better and are rewarded what, with what, and, you know, I know the hard work that they've put in um, and what we do collectively as a team. I mean, it's, it's a different feeling, but it's better, way better. Um, and I, you know, there's been some other drivers go, oh, I just don't know how you do what you do. And I guess, I don't know, everyone's wired a bit different. Um, but I just love it. And I have really good relationships with a lot of the drivers that move on. I mean, 
they just show up at the shop. We won't go to lunch. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they don't drive for me anymore. They maybe haven't even driven for me for <laughs> two, three, four years. Just show up, show up. Want to go to lunch? Uh, yeah, sure. You know, it's just building that relationship with them, you know, a strong relationship with them. Um, I work really hard to build a load of confidence in the kids. And, um, yeah, again, go back to that winning mentality. There's an expectation. This is what's expected of you. Success is what's expected. You know, improvement is what's expected. Um, and just and just teach them. Um, and, you know, I think also for me, when I came up through uh, the ladder and stuff, um, I was a bit naive in terms of I, di- I just didn't know what it took. I thought, oh, I just got to be a fast driver and, I just hoped that, you know, winning races and being fast would, you know, get the job done. And, you know, I soon realized that there's a little bit more to it than that. Um, and I just, yeah, I got burned a little bit with some things that I did, some decisions I made where I just didn't know any different. And so I want to try and help the drivers as well, you know, from that aspect. Like, this is what's expected of you. These are the things you need to do. Doing this now you're going to be doing this in IndyCar. So do it now, perfect it now, understand what you need to do, and it will make the transition much smoother. And for me, it was always every level I, when I took the next step, it was kind of a wow factor. Like, oh, oh, I need to do this or I need to do that. And it, it could be a number of things, anything from, you know, a media side of thing, a sponsor side of thing, um, uh, even having an understanding of, uh, changes on the car and and uh your vehicle dynamics and things like that really try to give them an education say look we're changing the front spring this is what to expect this is where it's going to be good this is where it's not going to be as good so be careful maybe a little slower with the steering input you know think of these things don't go out there and then just be surprised which is what i kind of felt uh as i moved up the ladder and so i just kind of look back at all the things that you know, the good things that I had in my career um, and try to say, look, here's, here's a good I did. And then also, look, here's the bad things I did. I had no clue. Uh, here's some mistakes I made. Don't do that. You know, and just, uh, yeah, and that's it. And just love to see him go on and watch him go on to whoever, Andretti and these other uh, big teams and nothing better and you know the parents you know again even some of the parents who haven't been with us for two three four five ten years still i got one one of the dads 10 years i haven't worked with a kid still messages me daily (laughs) wow just like just just great i mean just the relationships you build um yeah not all of them are like that but um yeah it's just been yeah a lot of fun and never in my wildest dreams would i thought yeah, would have a kind of program where we're at, and yeah, just uh, just trying to yeah, we've yeah, we've won a lot of stuff. It's all great, and this credit to all the boys and everyone involved in the program. Um, but uh, now it's even harder to stay there, as as we all know. So we just have to keep keep working hard and keep that fire burning in the stomach to uh, keep striving to be better every day. Amen. Yeah, I mean, you and your team you see a decent amount of this in junior open wheel racing. It's not something we find everywhere, but the Jay Howards who've been to the mountaintop and come back 
Um, Peter Dempsey's another one that comes to mind. I know we didn't get Peter in, in IndyCar like we did with you, Jay, but obviously Peter, race-winning, badass, open-wheel driver out of Ireland, coming all the way up through Indy Lights and with his Turn 3 Motorsports team, right, been able to do similar yep. things of distill all that education down, and we're just seeing uh, his young drivers. I mean, heck, even... Well, we look over at like Pabst, for example, one of my, <laughs> one of my original mentors in race engineering, Burke Harrison, right? Championship yeah. <laughs> winning engineer, I think three, at least three Indy Lights championships, right? Paul Tracy, Robbie Buell, I'm forgetting who they are. But anyways, here's Burke who has engineered junior wheel drivers, you know, since Jesus was in high school and right could go on and yeah. earn big money in IndyCar, wherever else, but he loves working with the younger drivers. And you go, my goodness, like you, like Peter, and like some some others, Burke's another one where you go, wow, this is a true fountain of knowledge where whatever young driver happens to be, uh, they are going to benefit from your choice to be in the USF Championships paddock. Let's talk about that to close Jay, I'm looking at the season's USF 2000 championship, for example. And for those who didn't know Lockie Hughes' names uh, before 2023, well, uh, he's solving that. Um, I don't know if, if coming out of the season with the championship in hand is going to be the easiest task for him, but sitting second going into this triple header Portland season finale right? Uh, it's certainly yep. possible, but you look at someone like Lockie who not only won right away, nice way to open the season, but his kids had an amazing year, bit of a rough patch of late. I know that uh, he, he finished off Toronto well with the podium, but had a little bit more adversity than, than he wanted, but mm-hmm. nobody can say that this kid lacks the, the skills and capabilities to keep going upwards. Uh, Eva Goris, Papa Savas, this kid as well. He's like, what, three years old? I mean, he's ridiculous. Coming back, (laughs) right? Coming back this year, winning again, fifth in the championship right now. Again, a title's a little bit too far maybe uh, for him to reach right now, but he is showing immense promise. You got to win this year in a a USF Pro 2000 as well. I, I know that you're trying, you know, with Ricardo Escoto there. So, the team is doing big things, vying for championships, capturing wins uh, in, in whatever you're doing. Jay, tell me about the current composition of the team and if you think you'll be able to hold on to some of this talent, move upwards, because, boy, at least the kids uh, at the almost the base of the USF championships, they're telling us, yep, let's keep going. Yeah, no, it's been definitely been a good year. We have moved. Uh, we will be finishing F4 at the end of this year and moving to the USF Junior for next year. Uh, we're actually going to go to a USF Junior race this weekend uh, just to kind of get going. We just built two cars this week uh, nice. to do it. So um, so that's good. So make transition, keep keep it consistent, same car, same tire, all that, uh, all that good stuff. And so, um, so yeah, we'll uh, do that. Um, and that will, you know, we'll stick to our kind of three steps there of USF Junior, USF 2000, USF Pro 2000. And the goal is obviously to especially 
retain our drivers and just move them up that's that is our goal and that's kind of you know we we like to think that people come to us for the long term the education over you know keep that continuity for you know three four year period and then we're kind of done and hand them off to you know your hmds and your andrettis of the world and let them go on from there um Papa Savas, uh, I know he will return with us next year in USF 2000. We're excited about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, just touching on the people that you mentioned, but, yeah, Lockie, he, um, yeah, I feel sorry for him. He's he's actually had um, uh, an issue, an injury issue, actually, which has really, really hindered his last few events, and that's... It's really tough to see, to be honest. It started at Lucas Oil, um, and uh, I'm hoping he's yeah, he's probably going to need – yeah, I don't really want to talk about it too much, to be honest, but uh, he's got he's got to get it fixed if he wants to carry on for next year because it's, it's a problem. Um, and I just feel bad for him because I think uh, the championship might be looking a little bit different if it wasn't for that. So um, kind of gutted for him, but the kids, uh, yeah, he's – very talented, uh, just like Papa Savas. Um, and they really, you know, two very different styles. Interesting um, to see two kids with a little bit different style, but go the same speed. Like a lot of times we look and we just, they do the same lap time and they're different. And we can change a car. This guy's a little softer. This one's a bit stiffer or whatever. They do the same lap time. And yeah. it's amazing to really see how they both extract the time out of the car. Um, but, yeah, uh, hopefully um, and Lockie can move up into pro next year. That would definitely be uh, a goal of ours. We've got a couple of other kids within our program moving up to pro. I think we're, yeah, we're, it's going to be busy next year. So <laughs> um, we're... We're excited, <laughs> kind of dreading it at the same time. Like, ah, I need some really, I need to hire some really good help. To, I'm going to uh, get you some low ambition pills, Howard. I mean, yeah. you know, good Lord, yeah. man. My but, wife probably thinks I'm crazy, but it's all right. It's, um, yeah, we, we love doing it. It's hard to say um, no to some of the kids. So we just try and make it work. But as long as we can keep the same quality or in, in improve a program you know it's it's all good it's just um like i said we've been very slowly well i say slowly methodically we've expanded um bit by bit we'll see what next year brings but um yeah i yeah can't thank my wife enough to be honest because I don't know how she puts up with it. Uh, to be, <laughs> to be quite oh, we've strange. said for a long time she's the best member of the the Howard household here. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, let's just no be doubt. honest with that. If not yeah. for her, we wouldn't even talk to you. But well, yeah. I love what you're doing, brother. Seriously, I don't get to see you often enough, or if so, it's in like very quick passing here or there. But it's just been really cool to see you, who readily admitted that what you were able to do coming up in particular the uh, american open wheel ladder that's where you made big impressions you rarely were blessed with an indie car that was was fully complementary of your skills i mean you were usually having to drive something that was not someone's first or second choice um if possible and yet 
always put your head down and made the most out of whatever you had. Uh, your scrappiness is something that stood out and you're okay. This isn't going exactly the way I want, but I'm not giving up and hell we even, you know, like you said, missed you for six, seven years or however long it was. And you said, you know what? I want to give this another shot. And you made that happen. So just your career and life as a demonstration to the kids coming into your program, the parents as well, you know, it'd be great if you had an IndyCar championship, uh, a big trophy sitting in the entryway to the shop. But I appreciate the fact that that isn't how your IndyCar career panned out. And yet yep. you kept going, kept fighting, learned constantly. And again, you've taken all this and made this into something where you go, okay, guess what? Um, I can make future Jay Howards and whatnot. And yeah. just great to see that motivation thanks to your dad, uh, being expressed through real talent with these kids who are doing big things. So just been so happy for you, brother. Well, I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I guess, uh, I, you know, one last thing, it just kind of um, made me think of it, just speaking about my wife and the Speedway. Um, you know, the Speedway was, uh, good and bad for me, you know, days where, oh yeah, great, fastest in the day. That's fantastic. And then, you know, dreadful things happening and it was just a brutal place. And we all talk about how that place picks its winners. You know, it doesn't matter how hard everyone works, it picks you. And that's kind of is what it is. And, uh, you know, you deal with the cards you dealt and that's that. And, well, you know, since we've been doing this team, we've won at Indianapolis every year. And it's like, um, my wife says, it's, you're just having this success because of some of the things that happened to you at the speedway. She's like, I'm a hundred percent sure of it. And it's just funny. I just laugh. I'm like, you know what? Great. It can carry on. Give me that. Cause <laughs> I just love it. It's fantastic. You've got <laughs> so the, uh, I'll the, take it anyway. It comes the Jay Howard Indianapolis motor speedway success grenade where the pin was pulled. I don't know, a decade ago or however long ago. Uh, and finally it's going off. So look, man, yeah, um, something like that. I know you appreciate the fact that you get to stand with or near the kids who, whether it's succeeding at Indianapolis or elsewhere that you get to be there and be a part of their journey. So good on you, brother. And again, uh, we'll talk about the, uh, the best name for the IndyCar team when you get there, but, uh, keep doing what you're doing yeah. and that'll be a reality before too long. Jay, so happy to have you here in the podcast and we'll have to do this again soon. Yeah, sounds good. Cheers. Thanks a lot.